Hell yeah, dude. Yep. Matthew. What's up? What's you, up, dude? You're eating candy? Got some Paribo gummy bears. Ooh. I, I assumed for a second that those were just the Percocets that I instructed you to take um, regularly, regardless of how you feel. Hmm. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just how we get ready for podcast normally. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I feel like Matt's gonna be on fire this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, straight from the ER. All right, Matt. Well, we had your opponent, Jay. He was feeling pretty cocky this last podcast, talking about how he put you in the ER, how he was standing in as as the king of podcasting. So we feel like it's only fair to to you know, even though we have a strict no losers policy mm-hmm. on this podcast, right. we figured. Let's hear the victim side of the story. Yes, because Which, apparently my you side were, of the my a, side of the story. Yeah. My side of the story. Um, apparently, you were I assaulted by a black guy. Is that is that am I am I reading this correctly? Like you were just hanging out on stage and he assaulted you. I mean, with everything happening in the world with Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, black men attacking Jews publicly, I honestly, I'm not sure how anyone wouldn't be on my side in this scenario now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Matt, if you listen to what either of those gentlemen had to say, they are the real Jews. Oh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> that I've decided so, to start uh, listening was... to people of color, and that means I understand that they're Jews now. This was actually a battle for who the real Jews are, and... um I don't necessarily know, based on my condition, if I can say that I won. <laughs> well, Matt, you you are the real Jew because of this battle. Because, listen, you suffered something traumatic that you are now going to milk forever. What's more Jewish than that? I don't know. I don't think I've done enough complaining. I know too many Jews. Mm. Their what complaining is on a whole other level. The amount, because Jay even reached out to me, people who were reaching out to me, like, you handled this really well. I'm like, that's not very Jewy. Yeah. I think it was the shock of it. It was awesome because, like, we have the footage. Like, they that's going to open the podcast. So upsetting, dude. Yeah. If, if, listen, I shouldn't say this because I want people to enjoy the art that we made, but I personally recommend um, skipping through that video because you do hear <laughs> a snap and it sounds like a branch being broken by a strong man's leg. I did up the volume yeah. just a little bit to make sure it was audible because it was also like that thing where Matt kind of looks up all doe-eyed and, and shocked like a kid uh-huh. that got in trouble. So I think I broke my arm. And yeah. then he pulls up his arm and it's like at a fucking uh, angle the other way. And it's like, yeah, dude, you broke your fucking arm. He did make a face like uh, his arm breaking was uh, him, yeah. his mom catching his hand in the cookie jar. Yeah, that's the face. Yeah. It's like his parent when his parents dropped him off at, at that the heckle mic. Uh-huh. They said, all right, Matt, remember, you're wearing your, your nice Cobra Kai costume. Don't get it. Don't get it mussy before Halloween. We're going to go trick-or-treating and whatever you do, no roughhousing. Just go up and do your set. Don't try to establish your strength in front of anyone, especially POCs. Especially POCs. Yeah. But that was awesome. That was like a, yeah. I've heard stories of like professional arm wrestlers who like break their arms arm wrestling where, um, but uh, yeah, I had no idea that I would have like been able to me and another comedian would have been able to generate enough power to break a bone. That's awesome, man. That was like a reverse John Henry where a black man broke the machine, the machine of oppression. Yeah, well, no more white yeah, guys the doctor, taking their sets. What the doctor told me was um, that when like 
because my arm was going down and I started to fight back and I was like, oh shit, I'm fighting back. And that's when I heard the snap. <laughs> nice. So basically, you know, obviously the Jay putting his force down, he has to have enough force to break a bone, but mm-hmm. my muscle has to be stubborn enough to be like, ah, I'm strong enough. This I can handle this. <laughs> but you weren't. No. That's what was so scary. My bone wasn't. My mind was telling me yes, but my body told me no. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a little shaken from you breaking your arm because, you know, I, I look to you as the strength beyond this mm. be, behind this podcast. And seeing yeah. you, you know, with one arm broken, it it was like seeing your father cry for the first time. You're like, Thanks, wow, God. I don't have a protector. I am in this world alone. Well, first of all, I didn't cry. And second of all, if you know anything about real strength, you know it's not about getting knocked down. It's about how you get back up. It's how, how you get back up. And yeah. Matt, bruise, breezing through the metaphor to make sure everybody knows that he did not cry. Yes. Yes, I like that. We need to, There are priorities here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So how's uh, you, uh, Matt, we are talking to you post-surgery, I believe? Yes. Wow. So I understand, as I understand it, you had a rod put in your arm. No, so I thought it was going to be a rod. They did plates and screws. Oh, okay. can you break down like the whole process? Basically, everybody knows what happened up until you got into an Uber and and went out to the hospital, and then like the last yes. thing we saw was Matt's arm in a sling and 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 a panic stricken Matt Marin begging for any kind of help any kind of crying a, a little an island of 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 help in a in a sea of indifference and and apathy matt what it happened was, when you got to the hospital when you got to it was, mount sinai it was insane how like inept everything was that uh yeah. it got to the point where i'm like i'm just going to put up a post that seems as sympathetic as possible so someone will help me and it did work now so- matt would you say that you wanted help but no one would help you Yes, I figured if I said that multiple times, someone would feel bad enough that they would do something. Nice. And um, for whatever anyone will say about it, that is how I ended up getting help. So thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, so he really did help us the- out because he could have buried that fucking algorithm. You know, that is true. He would have been like, help. Somebody needs help. Fucking hide yeah. that and, and, and replaced <laughs> it with like a bikini picture of a woman talking about how unseasonably warm November is. So they get right. one extra day to dress like a slut. While our friend here mm. dies of gangrene in his infected, broken arm. They could have hidden it as hate speech because I read that post and boy, did I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I did hate the U.S. healthcare system. Ooh. I bet, dude. You and anyone mm. else has any kind of minor affliction. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say so? You said it was like easier to get surgery on your 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 chrome dome than getting it on your your fucking uh, arm, right? Oh, li- literally everything about brain surgery. I prefer to this. I mean, the brain. In surgery is a more risky surgery so there's like that part of it but absolutely there's more pain with this there's less people being helpful less people letting you see a doctor let literally everything is more frustrating and painful with a broken arm than with brain surgery you die i would do brain surgery brain. 10 times again before this you Damn. die without a brain but i feel, feel like a lot of people are like hey you have fucking two arms dude relax Ooh, I can't use one of my arms. Well, you have another one. Yeah, it makes you you just get better at jerking off with your other arm. There's nothing more infuriating than an indifferent, obese black woman that won't help you. Yeah, which is I, yeah. I, I well, imagine. Well, that's the other thing too. Is um, what happened to me is very funny. 
like mm-hmm. undeniably it is undeniable. very funny um but it is also extremely uncomfortable and annoying and painful mm-hmm. and uh so even though I do, I can't not recognize how funny it is. It's mm. very annoying when people are just talking about how funny it is and I can't get help. <laughs> it, yeah. that, that, well, but for me, it is makes it monumentally funnier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he needs help. Yeah, I'll get right on that, buddy. Oh, man. Uh, Bobby, uh, to your point where you talk about uh, an indifferent black woman at reception, uh, comment on how nice her nails look. And you'll you'll get moved right away. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you, sugar. Mm-hmm. Let's get you moving yeah. on up to the east side. So in the to ER apartment in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I get brought to the ER, and um, one of the people who was at the uh, show, who was also a nurse, who's only been doing comedy for like a couple months, she came with me, and she's a nurse, and that just helped because there were just times where. I needed to be placed in a certain position and I couldn't move. And if I called for help, just no one turned around like in the entire ER. Um, so once she left, there were times where I was literally calling out somebody help. I'm in pain. And no one came by for like three minutes. That finally yeah. experienced what it's like to be yeah. a short King on Tinder. Yes. I desperately needed attention, but no one would give it to me. (laughs) I couldn't get anyone's attention to get a cup of water. I wasn't, I couldn't, I couldn't move either. Mm. Um, Just physically, I couldn't get myself up. (laughs) So it was um, just very annoying. And then they give me a phone number for um, a uh, orthopedist that I have to call on Monday because this is Friday night. So already that's kind of frustrating. I'm going to be Uh-oh. in this giant splint that's real uncomfortable all weekend. Wait, wait till uh, he finds out that the number he was given was 855 get fucked. Well, basically. So I call this <laughs> number. And um, also, I should say during the pandemic, when I was working security, my security guard license expired. Oh, no. And they gave you a year, everyone a year extension. But even after that, I sent all my paperwork in. The state just never refiled it because they were just like, we're behind on stuff. Oh, so no. I haven't been able to work any security, which are the jo- which is the job I had my insurance through. Matt. So, so no. since then, I've started working in a new field where I'm coaching youth sports and I have uh, Medicaid because I have no other option for insurance. Yikes. I'm starting um, to understand why all the doctors were ignoring you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I but wish, also, I, I wish I mean, we knew I that had going insurance, in. Yeah. But I had insurance and then the state just fucked me over. So I have no other option. You have insurance, but it's like with a little asterisk by it. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah. that means like, well, we, we will eventually have you seen, but you got to have like, that sucks, man. Cause what do you, what do you use, Bobbert? What insurance do I have? Yeah. Uh, United Healthcare, parentheses, Oxford. Uh, I, I use Aetna myself. Mm, so I, it's not bad. I was dude. on, um, I was Matt, on let me Cigna. adopt you. Let me adopt you. Yes. We can fix all of this. Well, I was on Cigna. Everything was fine. And then just New York State during the pandemic is like, fuck you. And now it's either have no insurance or have Medicaid. Yeah. So Medicaid no is like doing the coupon of, of medical services. Yeah. You basically showed up and you're like, you had like a punch card and you're like, this broken arm is actually free. And everyone's like, Ugh, there's no way he's going to tip me with this. And that's why they wouldn't give you water. Yeah. But so then, so I call the uh, doctor they uh, recommend to me. They tell me he doesn't accept my insurance, but no. they say, oh, we'll connect you to somebody else and we'll get Thank you God. someone who does. And they do get me a doctor who accepts my insurance. Praise the Lord. And um, then... 
I um, just in case, because I didn't necessarily trust that. Um, I was looking up, I called my insurance company. I got a list of the, I went to ZocDoc, found all these doctors who accept my insurance and most of them wanted to put me on a wait list that oh, wasn't no. going to be, I, they weren't going to get back to me for like three days at least. And then tell me when a further appointment would be. Your arm would be healed all fucked up and, and backwards by then. Right. Exactly. It wouldn't be like, it wouldn't like set right. So like a doctor yeah. wouldn't see him. So it's all like, fuck. look at this incredible thing I'm doing right now, Bobby. Look at this, this yeah. incredible fucking little Z. And that, you know what? That, that's a uh, shout out to Zoom for making this all happen. Huh? Shout out to Zoom. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were making a Z with your arm to support the Russian Federation. Oh, I was doing just like a little Egyptian, but also like how oh. his arm would heal all fucked up. Due yeah, to lack of a good supporting doctor. Zelensky. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, maybe this whole Russian Ukraine thing is a is a misunderstanding and all those Russian tanks with the Z on them is actually for Zelensky. There was a welcome party for Zelensky. And yeah. things just got the whole war is just a uh, romantic comedy misunderstanding. Yeah. Where like yeah. the 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 man's platonic woman friend was like cleaning his pants, but then she like fell down and then his new girlfriend walked in and she was like, Jonathan, how could you? And he's like, babe, I could explain. But for some reason, she doesn't wait for the explanation because there needs to be conflict in the right. movie. They throw away a 15 year relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like an what, what could clearly be a misunderstanding. Something you're, you're having some kind of sexual relations while fully clothed. What you, the hell? You know where where romantic comedy stole that whole premise from was this from the sitcom Freeze Company. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, uh, Shakespeare and his problem plays, because those were all like they weren't exactly tragedies, but they had like a, a sense of suspense. OK, but because they all ended in a marriage, they're like, oh, well, that's like a, a problem play because it wasn't necessarily a comedy. It wasn't necessarily a tragedy. Uh -huh. so it kind of fell in between. Uh, an example is is Twelfth Night. OK, where, um, uh, you know, like uh, they, they look like, oh, the relationships are going to happen. Twelfth night is what Matt called waiting for a doctor to call him back. Nice. <laughs> dude. Poor Matt. Yeah. Anyway, class is out of session. That's all you need to know. I do know a right. handful of things. I'm like a little bit of a, a, a Shakespeare nerd, but I don't want to go to Verona and see where he was. Yeah, I saw you know. I saw Twelfth like high school. I think we saw the play. I remember yeah. nothing about it, though. Oh, a Midsummer Night's Dream. That's another good uh, problem play right there. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Problem play. Well, I, that's what I call all plays. I fucking hate watching them. Ooh. Yeah. I like musicals, but I hate plays. Dude, I, as a little child, went to uh, uh, see the Phantom of the Opera. Ooh. And holy shit, what a bad fucking play to bring children to. I, yeah. I, I remember watching it and thinking, like, dude, can I go back to school? Uh, yeah, yeah TJ, I I'd saw like it as learn. a kid and fell asleep during it. That's like the one play I saw as a kid. Yeah, I, you know what it is, is I don't um, no offense to any dancers that might be listening, but it's an art form that I I do not appreciate dance. It's, dance. dance is like right above like the subway percussionist in terms of really? art that I enjoy. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I, you're, let me say this. I do understand that it takes talent. And I appreciate and understand the talent, but my serotonin does not rise when I'm looking at it. I'm like, yeah, they're they're doing that. Oh, That's well, nice. You... But it's almost like you walk by a construction site. You know, those guys are doing a talented thing, and mm -hmm. then it's necessary for you to like be inside. But I don't, I don't like look at what they're doing and be like, yes, this. I'm gonna. Uh, what this if, for I a mean, half hour. 
Well, if you watch it on it, but if you watch dances. a time lapse of a building being erected, mm -hmm. it's fucking cool. So you can appreciate it in like the long. You just like you you get a different appreciation from art over mm. different periods of time, and sometimes you might not even appreciate something until later down the line. Like you know, there's there's artists that are like you know misunderstood in their time. Yeah, you know. So we can also look at it like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Damn, and uh, I do agree when it comes to Phantom of the Opera dances, but TikTok dances, I appreciate. Oh, yeah. Matt loves the art behind the TikTok dances of those girls that are, are definitely 18. Definitely verified yeah. uh, adults. Mm -hmm. You just watch like the Lonely Housewives like dancing yeah. on TikTok because they have nothing else to do. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have TikTok. Um, I'm too old for TikTok. Now, now I saw a big titted woman. Nice. Uh, and. Where'd you see and, her? Who cares, dude? Well, let's get back to the titties. It's 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 like what was she? What was she? Well, tell me, tell me there was an I voted sticker adjoining those those patriotic milkers. Uh, <laughs> hey, baby, I voted fucking too. I vote you and I get out of here yeah. and procreate and create another little Democrat uh -huh. <laughs> since you don't have the right to fucking choose anymore. How about you and I get out of here and vote for Nader, who gets 2%, Ooh. and then I'll give you another two, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, what, what were we talking about? The titties. The, the titties. titties. So I saw a, a big-titted housewife on TikTok, at to your point. Me. Yeah. I actually, I don't have TikTok, but uh, some of those videos uh, get uploaded to Pornhub, so that's where I found found it. And <laughs> it, uh, it it is actually remarkable, because on Pornhub, you could find naked titties. You could find... Uh, uh, bukakis, you could find uh, all sorts of things that may tickle your fancy. What's your top thing to watch right now on Pornhub? Um, we have definitely gone over this over a dozen times, but I'm happy to repeat. Well, let's myself. bring it up. What porno do you watch? I'm going to say uh, Bukakis. You never know who's you never know whose first episode it is. Exactly, that's true. Now, what what race? Do you prefer for Bukaki? You know what? You're going to roll your eyes, but I don't have a preference in terms of race. So you're not creeped out when a bunch of Asian people are fucking Bukaki over, even though they could. Isn't that wild? Like, that's the culture that created it, but it feels most unsettling to see them perform. I don't. I kind of like when people are, are noisy in porn and the sounds that both Asian men and women make in porn is upsetting. Because w women think that we want them to sound like they're being raped, which to an extent, yes, but not to the point that they're doing it. Like, they're like, oh, oh, and I'm like, I don't, who is coming to this? And the guys are worse because they, they don't go like, oh, I'm going to go. They're, they just go like, oh, there's only, there's only one scene that's ever uh, made me horny. Mm -hmm. And that's the 1995 sexual thriller sci-fi masterpiece species Ooh. where natasha henstridge <laughs> is having sex with alfred molina mm -hmm. and and after he comes she she puts his hand on his, her stomach and said do you feel that it's life and then alfred Molina's is like my dear girl you you can't possibly there's some tribes that claim they can feel contraception but he doesn't know that natasha henstridge is really a fucking alien Ooh. bent on procreation and then she kills alfred molina which is like all you ever want to do the experience the joys of fatherhood and have sex with a woman and then fucking die and i've been chasing that fucking i've been chasing that dragon ever since baby hey director of fucking species academy award for hitting the nail on the fucking head so folks my mm. answer of bukaki doesn't seem that creepy now does it
Just that one scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Read the, the movie, but just fast forward to that one scene. Yeah. Thank me later. I thought Joe works at Blockbuster. And the teenager that he's handing the movie to is like, um, okay, sir. <laughs> I really just can't you imagine that? That was the fucking move back in the day in your adolescence, back when you were a young boy that didn't have uh-huh. access to the internet. You'd have to rent a, an R-rated movie. You'd have to get your parents to rent an R-rated movie. Yeah. But have to make it an action R-rated movie. So, like, you know, Steven Seagal would have a couple of films where there were titties in them. So you would watch that. You would watch uh, aforementioned Species. Um... Tales from the Crypt Bordello of Blood, where you just see, like, you know, it's kind Shannon of borderline Knight, Shannon Elizabeth and American Pie. Yeah, yeah, of course. Matt's Matt's favorite fucking franchise, right? You know, they were like those those sex comedies, which is all but eliminated now thanks to internet porn. Now that now that there's yeah. easier ways to access titties, cut out the what, what, who fucking cares? That's that's why Mr. Skin isn't relevant anymore. It's like you don't need a first, reference. The first on screen titties I remember seeing, I think I may have mentioned this before, was Austin Powers, a lot of vagina in the hot tub. Yeah. But she wasn't fully naked. Yeah, you could just see her, the titties right under the water, but that was enough for me. That was all Matt needed. I remember as a teenager jacking off to the video of uh uh Jessica Simpson singing that uh Dukes of Hazard song with the Daisy Dukes. Walking, yeah. Yeah. And what a, like now that would do literally nothing for me. Like yeah, that's, wow, yeah. this woman's legs. Damn dude, I think <laughs> I think you need I used to like to, uh, spend a jerk off unplugged. to the scene in I used to jerk off to the scene in Eurotrip when uh the guy is in the hot tub telling the girl she's got a spot on her nipple and she has mm-hmm. to get it off. No, you keeps didn't, dude. it over and over again. Matt just like, jerked off to the brother-sister makeout scene, dude. That's the only thing he... Oh, yeah. like, damn, I wish I had a little sister. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of uh, substituting Jake for this exact situation. Mm. That's oh, wild, man. Um, so I wanted to say, it didn't even get to the craziest part yet with the whole insurance thing. One, it's just... So it's just, at this point, impossible to even get to see an orthopedist. And then the next morning, Mount Sinai calls me. And no. it's like, hey, so we're calling you to follow up and get you an appointment with the doctor. And I'm like, oh, it's great because I was on the phone with you guys for like hours yesterday and you said you couldn't get me one. So, OK, cool. And they set me up with one the next day. And then the next day comes. And in the morning, I get a call from them like, hey, we messed up. We gave you a hand doctor instead of an arm doctor. And that guy can't see you or help you. Oh, no. But Matt, what, what that means you haven't gotten any help. So that's when I put up the post because that's like three days in a row of being on the phone with insurance companies, doctors, hospitals, and so many different places. And then once I put up the post, so many people reached out to me who like worked in the medical field or were nurses. This guy will see you. This guy will see you. He'll see you tomorrow. And I got to see someone tomorrow and got surgery in a couple days. Wait wait a minute. How do you know these people? Do they have a, a blue check mark by their name? How do we know they're actually Didn't medical? Didn't pay $8, yeah. Matt. Hey, motherfucker, just take a couple of these pills. You'll be, you'll be just fine. I was like, thank you for the help, doctor. Dr. Blackman. They said, they, said, they said we have Percocet, and I said, sounds like a doctor to me. Yeah. Hey, Doc, thanks. Thanks for um, the assist. What are you eating, Matt? Perks. Gummy bears. Ooh, nice. THC-infused gummy bears. Ooh, careful, bud. Yeah, be careful, Percocets, Matt. you could have as many as you want, but be careful with the marijuana. But, I had uh, a neighbor yeah, that is, uh, had um... surgery and then uh, was taking Percocets, and his life ended with his... Uh, 
a strange wife finding heroin that he buried in the backyard. Mama Mia Bambino. Yeah. So it might be something to look forward to, Matt. Yeah. There was one of my um my dad's cousin I was talking to on the phone about it, and I was just saying how how insane it is that uh and my dad was the same way we were like, This is insane. Somebody can have a broken arm and just nobody will help them. Yeah. And um but you wanted my help. dad's cousin on the phone was like, uh, and I was just saying how fucked up our healthcare system is, and she just immediately went into well, it's actually the best because if you had Medicare for all and just like went on a rant about that, I'm like, I don't care if it's any like yeah. the fact that I had to go through all this just to see someone when I had a broken arm is insane. Yeah. You're like, hey, we're here to talk about my broken arm, not your retard diagnosis. Exactly. The fuck out of here thinking that shit's better, dude. Then she tried to tell wrong. me uh, how important how important it was to uh, vote in the midterms coming up. <laughs> did you act? Did you vote? I voted. I fucking voted yesterday. Kelly made me. No. Um, and my mom. My fucking mom became all fucking politically involved. Isn't that crazy? She doesn't work anymore, so she just fucking watches CNN and gets pissed off no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. It's like a Why fucking job, lady. Why doesn't she work? I don't know, because my stepdad makes enough for both of them. Uh, okay. That's like, that's like a generational thing, you know? Yeah. They're like the last generation where it was okay to be a housewife. Mm. Now it's like, it's. I guess it's actually cool if you're a dad and you decide to stay at home. Yeah. So your wife. Um, but also, so I was going to say, the um, where I went to college uh, was a big pre-med school. So I have a lot of friends who work in the medical field. And literally all of them were saying, it's not about what you know, it's who you know. The system is messed up. Like, I didn't get a single, I know a lot of people who work in the field. And the only person I got who defended it was some, like, conservative family member trying to get me not to be in favor of Medicare for all. (laughs) Medicare for Matt. But, yeah, literally everyone I know who works in the medical field is like, yeah, this is so fucked up. You did the right, literally had people tell me you did the right thing by posting on social media to get help. Because that's the only way you were probably going to get care. Go on fucking Bobby's going to go on social media like, I need help, but my dick isn't sucked. (laughs) And I need it sucked. I want my dick sucked and no one will suck it. I walk into women's (laughs) bathrooms holding my engorged penis. Tears streaming down my cheeks begging for it to be sucked. And they scream and they mace me. And I just need to be sucked off. I need to be sucked off and no one will suck me off. And then like everyone's commenting on Bobby's status. Hey, Karen, can you help Bobby out? He's a good guy. Everyone like vouches for so everyone puts somebody else up. Bobby, Nobody don't offers worry. to do I have it. an ugly yeah. cousin that will blow anyone. Yeah. Give, give me your number. Nobody personally is like, yeah. I myself will suck <laughs> you off. And it's like, hey. This guy's a good guy. Can somebody suck? Surely someone can suck him off. I can't believe we live in a country where a nice guy like you can't get his dick sucked. Nice. This is ridiculous. Mm. Matt, is anyone in Canada and I could get my dick sucked whenever I want? Matt, you should go on Facebook and like say like, hey, I need a fucking sponge bath. Yeah. I want a sponge Mm. bath, but no one will give me sponges. Yeah. You should say like, hey, ladies, I need to. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to find a a, a fucking uh, another historical roast battle. Florence Nightingale. Does anyone want to be Florence Nightingale? Ooh. Give me a sponge bath. See, dude, I know shit. I know historical shit, dude. You're a smart guy. Who's your who's your his- smart? Who's your ideal like historical fuck? Um Florence Bobby, why don't you Nightingale, if you can like pick a girl from back then, you yeah. would fuck. Who would it be? Cleopatra. Cleopatra's a good one. I'm gonna go ahead and say I forget her last name, but Mariah. 
Mariah Carey. Who's Good one, dude. Marie Antoinette. 1990s Mariah Carey. Mariah from Joan of Arc, Bobby. What's that? Joan of Arc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Pocahontas. Dude. No, no, no. I would never <laughs> fuck a heretic. That's disgusting. Right, um, that's true. But the 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 woman that uh uh Alexander Hamilton cheated with, oh, because, oh Maria Reynolds, yeah right? Mariah Reynolds, thank you, uh yeah because yeah. she must have been tasty for him to literally ruin his entire political career. Although look at Monica yeah. Lewinsky, that might not necessarily be true. Bob yeah. Burr, yeah. You want to go south? Hemmings, the girl that Thomas Jefferson had slave kids with. Um, no, thank you, Matt. Thank you for checking, though. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 moves beyond like fun and quirky to. Uh, do you want to rape a slave? Which I don't. I don't. Are you sure? I didn't no, say rape. I said dream sex. You're not raping them. Oh, so wait, can I be the literal white savior? Where I'm like, yeah, I I kick in the door. I'm like, don't worry, honey. That fucking uh, you know, rapist. Uh, plantation owner who's way too tall for you, by the way. Um, right. I'm here to help you. I'm here to save you. And now that you just turned 18, <laughs> because famously you were younger than that, yeah. but now you're actually you're you're how old do they have to be for people not to get mad? 22. Yeah. You're 22 now. No, you got yeah. over 25 because remember how Leonardo DiCaprio ah. was doing that cool thing to like, and then like once they turned 25, he threw him to the curb, and they're like, and then these women, the same women who say. A woman should be president. Also believes like a woman is incapable of making any choices of her own. Yeah, it's like is it is can't it, rent it, a car, can't yeah. ride this dick. Exactly, that's my motto. How how wild is that? It's like yo, you gotta you gotta pick a lane. Like he wasn't grooming them. Pe- people say to me, advantage. they're like, oh, Bobby, you're gonna date a woman that's twenty years old. She can't even drink. I'm like, I can't drink either. We have so much in common already. Yeah. Plus, they, you both got tight little bodies. We have to, That's another thing. We both have swimmers' yeah. bodies. I just want to fucking rub my hands up and down their fucking yeah. bodies all day. Nice little little hairless. Uh... Yeah. They got these uh-huh. smooth, tight little fucking toned bodies. We're finding more about how Joe feels about me than yeah. how anybody feels about anybody. Matt's, Matt's sad that his arm is broken, so he only has sensation in one hand. Of all the days, I have to fucking jerk off with my least dominant hand. Have you been working out your working arm, Matt? Don't no, I game. feel like um, he shouldn't. If I do that, it'll be more uneven when it got, starts to get back to normal. Um, although, yeah, I did mention to uh, Bobby before. I've always jerked off with my left hand. Fascinating. I can do the right hand also, but I'm just more used to left hand. I can do both. I'm a switch hitter. Nice. Ooh. Well, I see. We were about to go buy you a pocket pussy, but I guess we don't need to now. Yeah. That'd be funny. Have Mark Henley use yeah. it on him. <laughs> I need some relief, Mark. Please, I need. Yeah. You know how it is when you need some relief. For Mark, it would be the best of both worlds. Yeah, using a pocket pussy on a dude. <laughs> Come on, man. What's not to love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, That's what I, he loves. Um, fucking a dude with a fake pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like Mark two Henley weeks. Um, I have a follow up appointment in two weeks, and then I start doing physical therapy. And because the surgery, it's based, it was just above the elbow, but they basically said it's a broken elbow. And nice. the elbow, it's like, it's really stiff. So that takes a lot of physical therapy. But I mean, as far as rehab goes, I'm like, I'll come as often as you need. I just want to get back to normal as soon as I can. And if I know my romantic comedies at all, it's uh, Matt will fall in love with his physical therapist. Aww. 
What's his name? We'll see. The nerd, both the nurses in recovery after the surgery and the nurse the night in the ER both had boyfriends. So, so? for two so far. They all say that. You should have asked for a sponge Hey, bath. Matt, you know the old expression, just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't carry chloroform. He, Matt, Matt asks for uh-huh. a sponge bath. He takes off his little fucking uh, uh, robe thingy, and the nurse is like, I'm going to need a bigger sponge mm-hmm. for his massive <laughs> retard dick. <laughs> this, I, this is a great thank you, Joseph. You're welcome. Matt, how do you feel about having, quote, a... What was the expression you used? Massive retard dick? Because you are yeah. being called a retard, but your dick is being called massive. Do they cancel each other out? Is there one you feel more about a way than another? Um, I'll take the massive retard dick for sure. Mm-hmm. Most guys are retarded anyway. At least I get a big dick out of it. There you nice, go. Nice, dude. Yeah. You imagine being a little dick retard. I, oh, uh, oh, that's the worst oh, of both I'll worlds. Try. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a little dick retard, huh? Um. I can't do it. Impossible. It's too out of character for me. <laughs> it's too much of a stretch. It's the worst of both worlds. The opposite of Hannah Montana. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Did you? I is this? I just saw Billy Ray Cyrus is now engaged to his girlfriend who is twenty three years old. Nice, dude. Hmm. He took twenty three and me in another direction, and so his fiance is younger than his daughter. Why not, dude? Dude, imagine yeah. being your his daughter and being like, "Am I too old for my dad?" It, okay so i saw like i saw that engagement photo but then like i got a good look at the woman's face and it's like ah whatever she's an uggo i mean she's a butter face i I just hope she doesn't break his achy breaky heart she will yeah she will i can't she outlives him yeah is that if you ever see that uh he doesn't look bad for a 61 year old really i think he doesn't he looks you know it's crazy what immeasurable wealth can do to somebody yeah what do you think he what what kind of uh antioxidants do you think he takes um i think uh you know probably it's probably the scaring babies chemical wow he probably scaring a lot of babies in his basement and uh yeah kind of going about that way i think i can't think of any other billy ray cyrus songs that's all he had he was was a one-hit wonder I think, think Icky Breaky R is a big one. The There's scene. other ones. If I heard them, I might recognize them because I like I like country music. But yeah, yeah, even me, I can't off the top of my head think of another one now. Can't break my heart, my Icky Breaky heart. I just don't think you understand. Having a 23 year old girlfriend at 61 is such a level of I don't care who is mad at me. That's a that's a all of my friends that would judge me are dead. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, damn, I guess Bobby and Matt and Kelly have all been dead and gone. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to go fuck a, a 23. And they're like, get the fuck away from me, you weird old creep. Yeah. I'm like, uh, but the achy break, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, this woman was born after that song. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's awesome. What That's a weirdo. Wild. I dude. will say, um, having a week at home, probably the uh, the most helpful person this whole week has been Joe for giving me his Hulu password. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I got your back, bud. Uh, thank you. And uh, also, because I've just been home, I've just been watching uh, either Hulu stuff or putting on Sports Center, and literally hearing nonstop about everything that Kyrie Irving has been up to. <laughs> the story is crazy because as you're following it developing, you're just seeing how it gets crazier and crazier every step of the way. He uh, can't be anti-Semitic though, because how can he be anti-Semitic when he is Semitic? Hmm. He really just like Kanye. It, that's a whole different thing. Um, and I feel like most 
people's anti-Semitic, uh, m- most people's anti-Semitism is, is we know where it comes from, but, uh, Kyrie Irving, he is a big, dumb retard. Like, <laughs> like, why are we like, like what ha- he thought the world was flat. He's very good at basketball and sorry, that's it. I'm not saying if you're an athlete, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he won Jeopardy. Celebrity Jeopardy is very smart. Yeah. But some people are just good at the one thing they got famous for, and their brains are rattling otherwise. Um, I don't. I think if you knew Kyrie, you'd be like, I like this guy. He says weird things sometimes. Yeah. But because we don't know him like that, we just mm-hmm. know him as the guy who, um, you know, of uh, say things every once in a while where it's like kind of going off the deep end a bit. If you didn't know him, you'd probably think he was dumb. I think that's probably more what it is. Do you think I could talk him into sucking my dick? And the reason I, I'm not saying that I, I, the thing is like, you know what I mean? Like you put him in front of one documentary. He's like, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, well, listen. I'm not, I'm just saying he is one of the greatest ball handlers in NBA history. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Classic Matt, dude. Um, I think, I think I could swing it. Yeah. But he, um, so the thing was, he just shared a link to, um, uh, the Amazon Prime, a documentary on Amazon Prime. I think it's called Hebrew Negroes. And it's just like the black Israelite theory, which I, I, I wasn't it Hebrews to Negroes. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> the basic theory is that, um, the original like Hebrew Semitic people were actually black and not um what later uh evolved like uh what later became Ashkenazi or um Sephardic Jews. Mm-hmm. Um nice. which that theory in and of itself is kind of all right, if you think that I don't know anything about that, but it always ends up uh leading to also oh and by the way the reason we don't know about this is because the jews who run the media and the banks have stopped black people from knowing and that's so it always ends up leading to more like anti-jewish feelings i mean that kind of makes uh, sense like would you want fucking would you want america the world to know you were like related to black people oh (laughs) i'd use my fucking wealth of resources and connections in the media to fucking silence it yeah that sucks, dude. Yeah. Find but, out like there's like a bunch of fucking but black yeah, I was seeing... like fucking crazy ass Kanye West and, and Kyrie Irving are, are fucking related to you. No, they're crazy black people. I'm a fucking Jew who controls the media. Oh my god. Now I get it, Joe. Yeah. You laid it out for me. Yeah, That's dude. why Kanye and, and 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 Kyrie are so uh hateful towards Jews because Jews are denying that they're related. They're like the Sheba Mason of Jews. They're like, I'm related to this person. And that person is like, no, you are not. Are and you related to Sheba Mason? No, but she is not related to Jackie Mason. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Is according that, to Jackie, is that real? According she, to Jackie she Mason. was and she actually isn't? He says that she is not his daughter. Um, and she says that he is. And only one of them is alive now, so. To deny your own daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know Kanye's full name is Kanye West Bank, so I don't know how that <laughs> plays into it. Ooh, Ye Bank for short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I but yeah, I saw some stripper. people online saying things like, um, why are people mad at Kyrie and not mad at Jeff Bezos or Amazon for having this on or on the network in the first place? Or that the owner of the Brooklyn Nets is going after Kyrie supports China, who is like carrying out a genocide. And... Mm. Um, 
I don't know. I'm like, can't this all be bad? And us not yeah. have to say, why are you mad at this and not mad at that? <laughs> like, no, Matt, you have to do what about ism because it makes you look smart. That's what everybody yeah. does. What about this? Yeah. What about that? What about this? See, what I'm a little familiar that? with this whole black Israelite, blacks are the real Jews thing because I like like old school hip hop. And it, going back to the Kyrie Irving thing, it's the same thing. Like these guys are so incredible with their creativity and they could make me, they can make me feel things I never thought I could feel before. And they could rhyme words that I didn't think could rhyme, but they are idiots. Like they, they just dumb. They're not smart. People don't create things that we want to consume generally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have like these prolific authors and, uh, you know, directors or whatever, but you want an actor, you got to find somebody that is good at memorizing the things and faking emotion. And sometimes those people will watch one documentary and uh, have a whole belief system around it. Well, that's why people, I think, tune into locker room talk because they know exactly. that we're not smart and we don't provide anything of value. Yes. Nice, dude. Just turn your brain off. Let Papa Gorman, Sheehan, and Marin lull you into a sweet slumber i'm thinking of good vibrations she's thinking of excitations man how cool would it be if i got my fucking hands on that williams guy before that that idiot uh charles manson did and i could have fucking been been on the beach boys joe on the beach boys huh yeah that, i would have had a way better influence on him than he would have. i couldn't be in the beach boys i'm way too pale mm. i'd be i'd be in the sunburn boys i'll tell you that much buddy but yeah, fucking Brian uh, Jones, right? Uh, Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson, sorry. Brian Wilson, uh, like just his brain is like poison from acid, right? Probably. Uh, or is it that he's schizophrenic on top of all the acid? I'm that sure he took? the acid probably expedited whatever was going around, going on in his brain. Yeah. Brian Jones is the um, the Rolling Stone that drowned in a, a pool. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, both the Rolling Stones and a, a, the Beatles had someone in their band that died right before they were super famous. That, what a bummer. What a bad sense of time. That really sucks, dude. Makes you think it was like some kind of deal with the devil type thing. Mm. Really? John, didn't John the... Lennon didn't didn't John Lennon die in a pool of his own blood? Hey. Ooh. The rumor about the beetle that uh died um is that uh him and John Lennon got into a physical altercation. Um and that's what no killed sources. Him? I have no idea if that's true, but it is true. Yeah, they were like uh, the albums were like, oh, we deciphered it and it says uh, uh, Paul is dead because mm -hmm. everyone thought Paul McCartney had died and they replaced him mid tour. Ooh, speaking of rock and roll, folks, you know I was going to bring this up. Eminem officially in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's not afraid. Oh He's shit! Not afraid to For be real? inducted. To be inducted. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Wrote an acceptance speech. Acceptance I'm very speech. Thankful. thankful. I want to thank this. Even my mother. Off. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. That's the only Eminem. That was I was gonna be fucking pumped up. Before did, he show. did play that. He did a little medley, and he did he did like from he started with my name is. And he yeah. ended with uh, uh, one of his like latest songs. I forget which one right now. And also, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's two surprise guests as well. Say one well, is Machine think... Gun Kelly. <laughs> he probably. <laughs> That's where he decides to squash the beef. Yo, Em, yeah. I want to thank you for emasculating me on my fucking platform because otherwise I couldn't have fucked Megan Fox way out of her prime. Mm -hmm. 
Up until now, if you went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you probably would have said it felt so empty without me. Hey, Ooh. hell yeah, dude. Matt, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but uh, um, I think you started becoming more interested in Eminem just because you became friends with me. And you're like, well, I got to talk to this guy about something. Um, well, I remember as a kid, uh, one of the first like just pop culture and music things I knew that was like a cool musician that everyone knew was like Slim Shady. Mm -hmm. I was like 10 years old at like summer camp mm -hmm. and everyone was talking about Slim Shady and Eminem. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember my people. initials are MNM. So I felt a little bit a uh, little bit ripped off there that somebody else took my nickname and got famous with. it. Yeah. Now they just knew him as Big Faggot. Yeah. Did you like, like well, wait a um, but yeah, as far as the um the specific beefs and that stuff, um, yeah, that probably I started learning more about that when I became friends with you. But uh, I was interested in it too. It wasn't like it's not like I put up with it just because I'm your friend. <laughs> Damn, dude. So it wasn't like wrestling in that respect, huh? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Matt just signs off Zoom right now. He does that angry clothes of you don't actually topic. like you only pretend to care about wrestling when i talk to you about it well you know i do uh it's one of those things where when it's when a loved one has passion in their voice when they're talking about something that they like then you sort of get into it you know yeah but that also applies to you matt right i'm nervous i'm nervous too dude i hope we're gonna be okay uh, we won't we'll never survive from this one dude we're gonna go a long ass time without recording because we are uh we're recording a bunch in a row because joe is once again abandoning us i'm i've left the i got a new podcast uh check it out i'm replacing jamie vernon on the joe rogan experience okay it's gonna be wild there's gonna be so much confusion the first couple of weeks it's like which joe are you talking to the little muscular Every one time oh, wait a minute Every time he says "pull that up, Joe," and it's just incest porn that gets pulled up. Yeah. <laughs> I just have nothing. I just have nothing but like fucking hentai green yeah. eyes. And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I close out one window. There's even more grotesque, violent hentai." One and with then, Joe Rogan's yeah. face on it. And then like, Joe's like, "Oh, confused. Like, well, what the hell is that?" And he goes into like a whole fucking like. I get Rogan mm -hmm. into hentai pillows. Yeah, and he's like, uh, he so like the next time he has like Neil deGrasse Tyson on the podcast, Neil is explaining the theory of relativity and all that and rogan's like that's crazy man have you ever heard of a waifu <laughs> he's like yeah i got like seven of these fuckers now like yeah. joe pull that up <laughs> it's like just rogan instead of like elk meat it's just various waifu pillows and shit comes he's like, yeah, have you just done like a regular sized pillow for rogan <laughs> instead of a fucking full-bodied fucking waifu pillow just a regular fucking head pillow but for him it's gonna have to snuggle up with oh. little ass man i love that guy he's cute I pinch his cheeks if I saw him in real life. He just wants to be hugged, dude. You can tell all that, all that posturing. You know, he just wants to be scooped up and hugged. Well, that's I, all anyone wants. He's, that's all I want, baby. I know. Just want to be lifted up and thrown about the room. Yeah, man. But then someone to pick me back up and kiss me and tell me it's going to be okay. Anyone under six feet just wants to be coddled. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, when you're when you're with a with a with a new woman. Yeah. And uh, post coitus, you're like. I'll be the big spoon. Uh -huh. And then at least for me, this might be a short King perspective, but I always sort of like very slowly turn over uh -huh. and see if perhaps she'll be the big spoon. And a lot of the times she will be interesting. It's very nice. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because then you're just you're just held like a baby chick. You gotta you, know? you gotta it's like a mother hen protecting you from the rain and the elements. Yeah. I you do really, have to make I her like come the, though. Um, she won't if you if I, she doesn't come, she won't be the big spoon. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make her come if you want her to be the big spoon. I yeah. like the um I like the cuddle after where I like lay on my back and she lays head on my chest. Mm-hmm. Or it's like you're like, hey man, I got my Ubers here in 15 minutes. You wanna you wanna big spoon it up, you fucking gigantimus? Exactly. Yo, Goliath, or, scoop me up. My lift's on my ride share's on the way. I yeah. uh, or it's um, your ride share is on the way, so you better get all this out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise he's cuddling with the gentleman in the back seat. That's right. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to get this out of my system. I will yeah. say, folks, I swipe right on uh, women six feet and uh, taller. Why? Uh, it's it's a, a fantasy I would like to fulfill, Ooh. and uh, we'll see. Well, it hasn't it hasn't worked out yet. Tallest woman I've been with is 5'10". Oh, hey, sweetie, come here often. These plays are mine. <laughs> she fucking comes in, clears out the headboard on your fucking house. 5'10 was a little hard because um, uh, uh, we were having sex doggy style. Ooh. And I... Uh, she I... was behind you fucking... <laughs> That's actually called the Jim Henson, Bobby. Ready or not, here I come, little fella. Fortunately, my hair is uh, too short to be pulled. So that's why I strap on the wig for just that purpose. All right, Bobby, say the Gettysburg address. I'm going to drink a glass of water. Uh, I can't say the Gettysburg address while I'm fucking. That's way too long. <laughs> that speech is almost three minutes long. She stimulates your prostate. <laughs> You're like a uh, four score. Uh, uh, you forget the rest of it. Milk me like Lincoln milked all the extra troops in Boston, baby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the I, emancipation I, uh... ejaculation. <laughs> emancipation ejaculation. <laughs> Which didn't even ejaculate the whole of the penis, only three quarters of the penises. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, mercy. But later when we switched and I was actually b- behind her. Oh, yeah. Um, she's 5'10". I'm 5'6", I'm for anyone just joining. Um, on your tippy toes. Dude, I, I literally was having trouble reaching. <laughs> why, didn't you, why didn't you do the thing where you have her... Uh, just have her spread eagle when? on the best during this time. I didn't actually know you yet. I didn't. I, I was, it, too bad there wasn't like a fucking like oil painting somewhere <laughs> in that house where I would like clear out the eyes of uh-huh. one of like the old fucking yeah. estate owners uh-huh. and like watch you. And it's like, wait a minute, Bobby. No, have her lie spread eagle on the bed. Yeah. That's how you do it, you goof. Yeah. And then you just stand on the floor. And it's funny because most women, if you fuck them doggy style, will like give you the on the knees and on the elbows for like maybe a minute. And they're like, all right, I'm tired. And they push their face into the pillow. But this woman, unfortunately, had a lot of stamina. So at one point, I I get like I I get like on uh like my feet. Face the camera while you tried to pull out your dick too, so everyone can see. (laughs) What you were working with. I'll use this to, to represent my dick, even though it's a little too big. Okay. Um, so I like I go over and I try to like like I'm like this yeah. on the bed. My feet are on the bed. Uh, and 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 she's like <laughs> fully below me. And I do not have the stamina for this at all. And I'm like <laughs> and she's like, What are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I I'm just trying something new. How about you get on your back? <laughs> 
Because I will say this, folks, um, uh, I am missionary is my favorite position, and I think it's because you can't miss an airy with missionary. We're back. I'm back. Oh, I miss <laughs> We're back. I think I, I can't think wait till I'm back there so I can be a part of the high fives. Never again, Matt. Your doctor forbid <laughs> any kind of high fives for at least three years. We'll have to. Uh, it's I like trying say, to fucking. Are... Part of physical therapy is like just yeah. stopping short of a high five, huh. just to make sure you retain the muscle memory of the back and forth. Yeah. But it's not yet ready yeah. for impact. The bones <laughs> haven't mended in a way that he can. There are times where I kind of had the opposite problem of you. I can be too tall for doggy on the bed mm, where the I have here. to. A lot of times it's better. I stand up on the floor. Matt, while a big fucking guy like bed. you, you're supposed to lift the woman up and like underneath her legs. And, and here, Bobby, here, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fucking Bobby in the ass on the regular episode. We don't even hide behind the face. Well, it's fucked on regular ass YouTube. It goes through the fucking highest ratings of all. Man, fucked in the ass on podcast. I never degrade myself sexually for attention. Zoom. <laughs> yeah. But look at me, dude. I didn't even flinch. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course, <laughs> Dan. It's, like, content. Content. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he took yes and to an extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Never break, dude. You see, that's why no one respects improv. Yeah. They can just then no one ever reports sexual assault because yeah. they were in character. Mm-hmm. Like what's your what Aaron Glazer's like, she never yeah. said no. What yeah, once yeah. he was done raping, he goes and seen. <laughs> it's like, oh. All right, you could stop crying now. The scene is over. Yeah. It's in. You're in. You don't have to be so Daniel Day, you stupid bitch. I'm done. <laughs> Do you think he's innocent? Uh, well, Daniel Day Lewis. The fact that he has actually sued people for defamation, I'm actually going to plead the fifth on that one. I think he's innocent, I guess, then. Okay, well, you can say that, I suppose. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. He's innocent. You know what's funny is there's a whole generation of open micers that probably don't even know who that guy is. Yeah, I'm one of them. Yeah. I think it happened, like, right after I moved. Because mm-hmm. everyone, like, talked about it. Like, I kind of get it. Apparently, like, it's, like, allegedly. Yeah. He was a naughty naughty. But... Yeah. Him and uh, Mo yeah. Faffelbab. But Mo Faffelbab was probably even worse because he was a straight up, like, this mic is a safe space. Like of course that guy and after, is allegedly a racist. Now afterwards, he was just, he would he say, was just experimenting. <laughs> afterwards, he would what say, "What if she says no?" But I keep going. Oh, that's pretty experimental. Yeah. That you was the experiment comedy gallery. <laughs> oh man, more faffelbab, more sexual assault. What Biggie said. Damn. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know the guy. He shot him on the street. On the street. Hmm. It is sort of interesting. Like, what do what do those guys do now? I guess like uh well I know well one one of them. He may go and do it somewhere else. Well that that guy's thing was he had run a place like that in LA and Uh had a thing where he had uh been like sexual mistreatment of someone and then came to New York and just did the same thing under the same like Damn, Safe he's like a Catholic space, priest, like, dude. Naughty, naughty. That's yeah. wild. Just getting moved to a new yeah. parish. No consequences. You get, you get moved to a new woke comedy space. Yeah. Yeah, until eventually you're in fucking, like, Holland, uh, in Krakow, the the very niche English-language comedy scene. Yeah. yeah. Do you think we'll get in there? <laughs> we might, dude. I, I love the idea of, like, traveling around Europe, and then if your set's bombing, you could be like, well, none of these people speak English. Well, I, wrong, heard, um, I heard I uh, heard Bill Burr 
talking about doing um all these places like um Belgium and kind of like um middle of Western Europe where it's like Portugal where they are like a lot of English speakers and they're very good audiences. Mm. Do you think we'll do good over there? Uh yeah, once we uh once we're in Brussels, I think we'll figure it out, dude. There's the Flemish. That's so funny to me is that there's an ethnic group in Belgium called the Flemish, which sounds like a literal like Dr. Seuss made up identity. Sounds like a group of Jews. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew. Yeah, Matt. Hey, you know what? We're we like to joke around the podcast, but there's a growing wave of anti-Semitism. All right. So maybe let's try to be a little more compassionate to yeah. our to our little hatted friends. Yeah, I heard the US healthcare system isn't even taking care of Jewish men with physical injuries. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous, dude. You know what I uh, think is the cool move for like young hot Jews? I saw this young hot Jew the other day. It's not you, Matt. Don't get excited. But he uh he wasn't wearing a yarmulke. He was wearing and I think Drake popularized popularized this the necklace with the star of David. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, Hey, you know, we could all agree the yarmulke, uh, maybe not the coolest apparel, you know, is Drake Jewish. Yeah. Drake Drake is Jewish. Yeah. So it's like, he's like a black Israelite. (laughs) He was like, what? He's like a Farrakhan. Every black person that's Jewish is a black Israelite. That's my understanding. Yes. Basically. Right. Like what is, but what is the difference between being black and Jewish or a black Israelite? What is, um, I'm, I'm like not trying to like set anyone oh, up for really? a bit. I don't know. Well, I, I know nothing about a bla- this. A black Israelite is the ideology that uh, Ashkenazi Jews are white people appropriating Judaism to be like in power white people. And and that's why it intersects so well with a lot with like right wing conspiracy theories about Jews. Um, so they're like black people, are the real Jews and people that call themselves Jews are like white imposters. And and then they, they get into like the melanin conspiracy theory, too, where they're yeah. basically like. Black people are superior. White people have white skin because they're actually the devil, blah, blah, blah. And okay. I only know this because I go to the Planet Fitness in Union Square and they are there almost every other yeah, day. Yelling that shit actually me. makes a lot of sense because like sometimes they're like, oh, I'm Jewish. And I'm like, wait, from fucking Egypt and shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, we're going to go visit like Matt. Matt went to fucking Israel. It's like it's completely fucking different. The, the skull structure alone of these two different. These are two entirely separate races. These guys, if they like, if anyone goes to Israel, they realize that like Ashkenazi Jews are only one type of Jew. There's there's a whole subspecies. I gotta get get back to the hair about this. (laughs) So it's like like the hair hears about this. Look at that. I got a little Dr. Seuss going on. There you go. (laughs) The fucking thousands of years ago. I think it was either the Romans or the Greeks kicked the Jews out. Some of them went up north to Europe. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that thousands of years later became the Ashkenazi Jews. Some went to the Middle East. Those are the Sephardic Jews. What about the and black so they, Israelites? You know, as generations went by, there was still the descendant of the mother being Jewish. But, you know, based on breeding with all the European white people, they became more white as thousands of years went by. So this is like a little eugenics class right now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the uh, the black Israelite theory is that um, that whole thing isn't true. Um, it was actually black people who were the um, descendants of the original 12 tribes of Israel. That makes sense. And these white people who are saying they're Jewish 
are just uh, culturally appropriating. Mamma Mia, that makes sense too. I was, uh, when I was dating this girl, uh, I've talked about her before. She was Shelly. Shelly, yeah. Uh, when I was dating Shelly, uh, she was the one that told me um, uh, that calling uh, female circumcision, uh, female genital mutilation was culturally imperialistic and therefore racist. Like that was whole, her whole perspective. One time we were riding in the car and she was playing like some 80s hip hop, old school rap. Mm -hmm. And uh, the I, I wish I could remember who it was, but he was basically the whole first verse of this song was about how Moses was black. And mm -hmm. uh, I don't care what color Moses was, if he even existed, but like you're a fucking retard. If that's if you care about that, what color skin Moses was like, uh, I think he was I think he was black. That's why, why he had to split the sea to walk people. through it because he couldn't swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah. But it, to, to me, it's like his, I think his parents abandoned him when he was born. Yeah. He said, let my people go. He was a yeah. slave. Mm -hmm. He uh, he killed someone in a fit of rage. Unleash plagues on society. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like i i think about her now and it's it's if you could fully fall into well black people were the real jews because moses was black i'm Yikes. wondering if if she could fall uh into this whole black israelite thing because why not well, yeah, like, that's, that's the thing is just just the idea of um jesus was probably black or moses was black or any of that stuff is kind of I don't know any difference, but it always ends up leading to, and also Jews are covering it up and that's why they're evil and we hate them. I, like, yeah. it, it never doesn't go there. Mm -hmm. I, I think also it sort of makes sense why, uh, uh, if you're a, if you're a radical thinking person who is black and you're trying to set up the world in a way where, um, nothing is your fault because you're oppressed in every way imaginable, it makes sense that you would look at, uh, you know, Ashkenazi Jews in America, who in a lot of ways are the model minority, like them and Asians. It makes yeah. sense that you want to find a reason for why uh, it's actually they're doing something nefarious that's keeping you down. Which well, which model minority would you have to wipe out first in the race war? The Ashkenazi Black people don't have any issues with Japanese. Asians, though, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black people don't have any issues with Asians. Um, which one? I don't know. I think model minorities are pretty good. I think I think the unmodel ones have to get their shit together a little which bit. Which one would you wipe out first? Uh, I'm not wiping out anybody, Joseph. Fascinating. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, to find out on that, why don't you stick around for the Patreon episode coming up right now? We're going to go back, right into faggot. it. What? Yeah, we're, we're back. We're going to go baby. right into it. Yeah. Uh, I would like Hell to take yeah. a break. Oh, you want to take a little break? Okay, I'll, well, I'm I'll just going to keep break. it recording so that way we can just cut it. It'll be easier. Um, Matt, uh, uh, can I ask uh, that you don't eat during the podcast? I'm sorry. I thought so. After you uh, mentioned what are you eating, I kept going uh, by accident. But yes, I will not. You can do whatever <laughs> you, you didn't pick up on me being passive aggressive. <laughs> I did the first time, and then like 20 minutes went by, and I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and he got hungry again. Yeah, I, I know that I can't be the only one that turns off a podcast if someone's eating. So yeah. I like the ASMR of it all. <laughs> I think at first, at first, I'm like, oh, he's curious where I'm eating. But after the second time you asked me what I was eating, I was like, wow, did he forget? Oh, no, I'm being an <laughs> asshole. 
Well, it's almost like, you know, I know our patrons are listening. So it's like when you're a parent and you don't want to argue in front of the children. Yes. yes. It was kind of like I'm, that. I'm keeping this in the episode too, by the I way. I have to pee. Go pee. Go pee. All right. We're going to take a little breaky poo. Go stretch your legs, okay, Matt. Okay, cool.